Hello. Welcome to season two of Journeys to My Heart. Uh, season two is going to be about the same as season one, which was basically me talking into my phone when I drive home. And that is exactly what I'm doing right now. Yep, I am pulling out of the parking lot at my work, and I am driving home. Now I'm turning the wheel, and <laughs> that special kind of way where you put your palm on the wheel and you like circle it around, and you push on it, but you don't like grip it, you just kind of palm it around as you turn it like a lot because I'm in the parking lot and I can do that and now I'm getting ready to go on the road and I've, now I'm like gripping the steering wheel because it's you gotta like have a little bit more control once you get on the road yep I didn't do that in season one detail out exactly how I was driving nope and it might, you might think to yourself, well, this guy, he doesn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> but that is not the case, folks. That is not the case. Um, so, season two is just basically season two because it's a new year. It is 2021.
looking forward to 2021. I really am. Um, yep. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, hopefully it's a good year. 2020 was an interesting year, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know. So when I started very first episode of this podcast I think it's the very first episode what's it what what it's all about part one I think I said I started this podcast to find friends people like-minded people who are also having weird experiences I was having and stuff outside of the realm of like I don't know Orthodox, modern, postmodern, post-industrial, information age, outside of Orthodox information age religion. Um, and that was, I recorded that, I think it was in January of last, of last year, maybe. I released it February 2nd, 2020, because I wanted to release it on like a really cool number day, the 2020, the 02, the um, 0202 2020 is like backwards forwards palindrome day uh and i was like okay i gotta get it out on palindrome day so like um but i recorded a little bit earlier than that and one of the things i said in there was like i wanted to find like a group of friends or people who yeah i already said that um who are having like experiences similar to me and i'll tell you what that has happened i know a lot more people right now um, who have given me information, who have helped me along, who are listeners of the podcast, and that's really cool. I am so grateful for everyone who is interested, and I look to meet more people in the next year, and I found other podcasts, too, that have been really cool. Um, so it's really crazy when I think about it, like a year ago where I was at, and now like where I am here like a year later. Uh, just ever having after after having like set the intention to you know branch out a little bit um, not stay quiet um, so that's really cool I wanted to send that out and say thanks um, and <laughs> now I am my mind has gone blank. Um, I'm driving by the airport. I don't always drive by the airport on my way home. But tonight, I may. Although it usually means my way home is going to be a lot faster than, a lot longer than normal. So maybe I won't drive by the airport. Maybe I'll just circle around and come back the way I normally do. Um, hold on a second. We got a weird light here. I think my light's green. I can go. Okay. So. Last episode. I talked a lot about natural building. Um, I don't really have anything more to say about that. Um, but. I did want to say. Uh. I talked a lot about how, like... So, I'm doing... I mentioned this last time, and... uh, I'm doing these heart coherence meditations. And... They've been really good. 
and I want to share a little bit about one of the things I've been last time I talked about it too like how uh, like I was getting depressed and then like I'd see synchronicities that were telling me it was okay to get depressed basically um, but I also after I listened to that episode again today and I was like you know and uh, some other podcasts too and I was like you know it may just be okay to be okay you know like it's like I think it's good to know that if you are getting depressed like that's just a phase I don't know I, my thing is like I know that I'm going to get depressed I know I'm going to get down I know my mind's going to do that like those pathways are kind of set and maybe they won't be set forever and you know maybe if I you know keep it high and positive uh, it'll go away maybe one day but it's not going to go away overnight and um, I just wanted to share that because I think that other people might deal with that too and like I know in the spiritual communities I hear a lot of people talk about like just you know just just change your mind and you'll be fine and it's like yeah I tried that <laughs> it didn't work I mean it did work it does work that's the thing so like these the meditations I've been doing like when I'm doing the meditations I'm like getting this like really great mind state and I think if anything like I've only and like I've only been doing this one meditation she was like um this lady Sarita at Solhen she's the lady who does it and um she said that uh it'll take like 30 days it could take you 30 days where you start like seeing output in your life external world around you and I saw output like pretty much right away but it wasn't like good I wouldn't it wasn't what you'd like normally consider good output I kind of think it's good output but it wasn't like output that you know it wasn't like money falling from heaven or just stuff just going my way which I think can happen to people if you're like in the right mind state but like mine was like very much like stuff that had been triggering me just like really triggered me a lot more and that even happened more so today at work like I just got a lot more stuff like I sent a drawing to somebody this happens once in a while I sent a drawing I had been working on the drawing all day. And it was really detailed. And had a lot of information on it. And I printed it. You know, like, I well, you make a PDF. So we don't print anything anymore. We send everything digital. So, like, I made the drawing. And I saved it to, PDF, to the PDF. And I found the PDF. Did not open the PDF to check to make sure it printed it okay. I just assumed that it was good. Fatal mistake. And so, printed it, emailed it out to, like, this contractor. And 15 minutes later, I get an email back, and he's like, there's nothing on this sheet. I'm like, oh my gosh. Sure enough, I printed it wrong. 
And it's just kind of been like that kind of stuff all the time. And not all the time. I mean, that's one thing that happened, but there's other stuff. Like, I changed the style of my beard over the holidays, and, like, I was afraid to let anybody see it. So I, like, wore my mask all day, which really stinks. Uh, Like, it's not fun to breathe through a cloth mask all day. Um, But I didn't want anybody to see my face because I changed my beard style, and it's kind of, like, not, not a common beard style, but I like it. I like it. It's just not a common beard style. It's it's called the Alaskan Whaler, for those of you interested. But it's basically mustacheless giant beard. Um, That's kind of embarrassing. I don't know. It's not embarrassing. I like it. I like the way it looks. It opens my face up. Um, Anyways. So yeah, I was worried about that all day. I got some new pants, and, like, they just didn't feel right, so that was, like, bothering me. So I was, like, really bothered all day. (laughs) And it's, like, I'm doing this, like, pleasant... I'm doing this, like, you know, basically, like, alignment meditation every day, and I'm, like, on day, like, 20. Like, I should... I should be more aligned. Like, what's going on? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. I think it's, like, I just need to learn to accept like just 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 allow just allow and accept I heard this podcast and I was like that's what she was saying it's just allow and I was like yeah I just gotta let go I don't know my birthday is in September so I'm a Virgo which means I tend to hyper control everything and that probably has something to do with it um Anyways, uh, yeah, but maybe if I just, I don't know, I wish, I wish I could record another one and be like, hey guys, I got, like, a bunch of money. I did, we did get a lot of money because of all the, uh, COVID relief and all that stuff, so, and Christmas bonuses, so that's been good, and maybe we can, I don't know, I feel, like, weird about saying all this stuff publicly, um, I mean, I guess everybody got a relief check. Not that it was worth anything. I mean, I'm sure if you lost your job, $600 isn't going to go very far. Um, but it's something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I should release this. Maybe I'll listen to it and then decide if I want to release it. I thought about maybe starting a Patreon so that I can include stuff like this, like, stuff that I maybe don't want to be in the public sphere, but, like, like, how much, I don't know. Everybody got a COVID relief check, but, uh, I don't know. It feels weird to talk about money. That's because it's, like, our sacred cow. I think money is, like, I don't know. It's, like, our sacred thing in our culture. Nobody ever wants to talk about how much money they make. Like, it's, like, this thing you're, like, not supposed to mention, like, how much your Christmas bonus was, like, all that stuff. Like, I think that needs to go away. Like, I don't... It it creates a lot of inequality when people don't talk about how much they make. Like, it's like this unsaid thing. It's like, man, you know that, like, there's some inequality going around where it really counts in 
the salary realm if people never talk about it. Because usually that's where the injustice is, where nobody talks about it. That's been my experience. Um, yep. Okay. That's why I like, you know, there's like these like uh, genre of like YouTube, YouTuber, YouTubers who like just share their budget all the time. <laughs> I like that. Like they're like, hey, this is how much I made last month. And this is what I do. Um, that's kind of cool. I guess I could share it because I'm anonymous, but man, that would not, I think actually if anybody found out who I was at my job, I would get in big trouble for sharing that information um so yeah maybe someday maybe someday I don't know what I'm doing I do think it's cool that people are listening to this and uh I don't know I mean I think that I think that everybody should have podcasts and they should just like all talk literally I run out of stuff to listen to during the day I really do I Today, I was at work, and I had, basically all day, I had no meetings. I had one meeting, excuse me. But then, like, so that for the other eight and seven and a half hours, I was just drawing, and I didn't listen to any music. So, I could have listened to, like, six podcasts. And I just, I just can't listen to anything. Like, a lot of podcasts I used to listen to, like... After last year, I just can't listen to stuff. Like, I... Like the... Um, what did I at least listen to? Like Radio Lab, for example. I used to listen to Radio Lab constantly. And I can't... Today, I turned on NPR for, like, a minute or two minutes. And I was like, I can't listen to this. I just, like, turned it off. I was like, oh, my gosh. I think it's just because, like... I like it when, I like hearing people, just regular people, just talk. And, like, people who are going through stuff, you know? Like, real stuff. It's really cool. A couple podcasts I've been listening to. As I say, have said before, uh, I listened to the Very 8 podcast today, their latest one. I listened to Chelsea Wells' podcast today, her latest one. And the other day, I discovered a new podcast, the Matt Colick Show. Shout out to Matt Colick if you're listening. Your podcast is awesome. Um, I need to write him message and tell him that his podcast is cool um yeah but like I think it'd be cool if like there was just like people just did this like talked and talked about stuff although maybe not on your phone while you're driving it's probably not probably not a safe thing to do um Oh, this is cool. Um, I found a cool... I don't know if... I don't think I talked about this last time. Um, I heard about this cool documentary from the Green Dreamer podcast. And um, it was called The Light Bulb Conspiracy. It's really good. It's about planned obsolescence. And I just thought about it because I was driving across... Um, our bridges here that cross the river in the city I live in, and they've got all the bridges lit up with these lights that are they're LED lights, they're, so they're like colored, but they're really energy efficient, and everybody is really excited about them. 
saving all this energy. But um, the light bulb conspiracy is about companies like designing stuff to fail. And um, apparently there was like a conglomerate of like light bulb companies in the 1920s, in the early part of the 20th century, who designed, who just, who put a cap on the number of hours that a light bulb could work. And I guess there's a light bulb that was made pre this like uh, light bulb cartel. <laughs> and it's like lasted 115 years. It's in California. But they don't know exactly how the filaments were made in it. Um, I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's not amazing. I mean, the idea is that, like, you know, we're creating jobs, but we're also creating, like, mountains of needless waste that's destroying the ocean. So, yeah. Um, anyways, that was a good documentary. And. I don't know. And then this weekend, I worked on my house a little bit and made some, like, custom trim for parts of my house. And I was like, man, it feels so good to, like, just make stuff yourself. It feels really good. But I don't want to be all moral about it, though, either. I mean, that sucks. I get in these, like, all-or-nothing states where I'm, like... And I think I'm kind of, like, processing all that right now. And, um, where I think, like, if everybody built everything with hand tools and slowly and grew their own food and all this stuff, and it's just like, man, this is such, like, a European, like, Western stupid way to think about it. Like, I'm, I'm overthinking it. Like, true happiness just comes from, I think, being happy sounds really simple but I really think it that true happiness comes from just being happy I think that like you don't have to be a hero I don't know if people who listen to this podcast want to be a hero but I certainly want to be a hero sometimes in like a major way and I'm not ever going to be a hero like I realize that I know I'm not going to be a hero I'm just a regular person and uh, I don't think happiness comes from being a hero. I think when you get there, it's like not that happy. I have had so this is another thing I heard on a podcast. Chelsea Wells said that like if you look back and see where you've come from, like and stuff maybe that you manifested or or wait places you've gotten to, uh, you realize that like it wasn't like you realize like how much you've you've have and I'd add to that like maybe it shows you that like the external goal isn't actually what's going to make it amazing I think it does make it amazing when you change your internal environment but I don't think that like getting your achievements is actually gonna I think maybe getting your achievements when you specifically manifest it does change your internal environment because then you're proving to yourself that yes you do in fact have a lot of impact and effect upon the outside energy, outside matter. But, um, but I think just like getting it, okay, why am I saying all this? For example, I, when I was in architecture school, I 
really wanted to win. I wanted to get have a building that got in an architecture magazine. I remember I would go to the library when I was just a freshman, and I would look at, they're called architecture, they're like architecture periodicals, but they're like basically magazines that just show off buildings. And I was like, in high school, I was like really into like looking at books of architects. Like I would look at like, when I was in high school, I was like really into like Louis Kahn and Walter Gropius for some reason. And it seems, Anybody who knows who Walter Gropius is, is like, you know, I liked Walter Gropius, but like, yeah, I really like, for some reason, I think that's because, that's, that's just because of the book we had. I don't know. I think there was a book on Richard Neutra's stuff too. Um, but, um, I definitely remember the Louis Kahn book and I would just look at these books. And so then when I got to college and I was like, well, there's actually magazines of current architects. And then, so like, I would like pour over those magazines and then I was like, man, I I just want to get in a magazine. So then, like, as I got longer into college, then, like, there's, like, architecture websites. So then it's like, well, I just want to get on an architecture website. So then, like, I worked on a building and designed a building in 2008, 2009. It was completed in 2010. Anyways, that got on, like, one of the major architecture websites. And it was, like, an amazing day because I was like, Wow. I never thought that would ever happen, and it did. And then it got in Architecture Magazine. And then I was like, well, now I just want to win, like, a design award. Well, then that building, like, won a design award. And then I worked on another building that won a design award. And it was like, oh, man, I never thought that would happen. (laughs) And it's like, but I'm still not happy. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like, you have to change the internal state, I think. And I think, I mean, that's the only time I've really started feeling contentment was when I started meditating and started, like, getting, watching these thought patterns. And, like, um, oh, yeah, another thing (laughs) that happened. So, like, I was in, when I was a junior, we had to take this test uh, called the ASVAB. It was, like, a career placement test. And, um... I took, yeah, I took the ASVAB, and when I was a junior, I think I was thinking about, yeah, that's when I, like, went to my first, like, saw my first, like, buildings, and I was like, whoa, architecture just isn't just, like, building tall skyscrapers, which I thought was really stupid, and I think it was, like, Frank Lloyd Wright's house, which sounds dumb, man, Frank Lloyd Wright is a total asshole, he is a jackass, and... I don't necessarily think Frank Lloyd Wright was the greatest architect ever, but he was, his buildings are the first architecture I went in that was, like, actually, like, somebody actually, like, really designed the building. Um, And that's when I was like, whoa, this could be, like, this whole other thing where, like, you actually create an experience with, like, light and shadow and the way stuff, joints come together and buildings are held together, like, actually is, like, the form of it creates an experience um and so I was like I want to do this and my friends were like told me I should do it because I thought about going into like stained glass window design um and then I took the ASVAB (laughs) 
And ASVAB told me that I was too dumb to be an architect. It put me, like, in a category lower than, like, it was, like, they said it was, like, it was, like, chefs and uh, hairdressers and, like, barbers and stuff. And I was, like, oh, man. Like, I didn't test high enough. And then this kid, who was, like, a total jerk, like, really snobby, he's, like, always, like, picked on me. Like made fun of me like kid like um like I had like a historical relationship with this person where like they regularly like ridiculed me and so like (laughs) I looked at over at his chart you know and I saw that he was like in the architecture category he was like it was like architects and then like chemists and like bio (laughs) like biotech engineers like it was like the it was like the really smart category and I was like on the lower rung and I was like oh man and I was so like I I remember looking at his chart and I remember thinking to myself that day I was like I'm going to be an architect like just because I saw his chart and I was so pissed that's why like that's what like drove me like I was like I'm going to prove this stupid placement test wrong and and then like I so like in order to become an architect like you have to go to school for five to six years and then you get a master's degree and then you have to take you have to do three years of internship and at the time you couldn't take your tests like while doing your internship so you have to do three years of internship supervised and it's like very low pay and then and then you can take your tests and then and then you have to take there's um I think I had to take they've changed the testing so I think now it's only five tests but at the time I think it was seven tests there's seven tests and they're all hard like they're difficult so I didn't pass all my tests the first try it was difficult uh I don't I'm not a great test taker and so like uh, yeah, but then I passed my test and I became an architect. And I remember the day I became an architect and I thought to myself about this guy in my junior year of high school and looking at his thing and his chart and thinking to myself that I, that the ASVAB, like this test was telling me I couldn't be an architect. And the day I looked at my license, like my official license from the state I live in, saying that I'm a licensed architect in that state. And I remember thinking, I did it. I finally did it. I had this goal that I, like, took me years. It literally, like, it took me more than 10 years to get this. And, like, I was so determined. And then I had, and then I, like, and then by that time, too, I had, like, won won these awards. So I, like, achieved things in this field, and I'm still not happy. I'm still not happy. This is why I keep going back to this thing about, like, just getting the stuff you want. Like, I don't know. I don't think... Yeah, go ahead and manifest it. Like, make it happen, for sure. Uh, But at the end of the day, like, it's like... um, Like, it... (laughs) 
I don't know. There's got to be like an internal thing. I don't. I'm sounding super. I always sound preachy, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is just supposed to be a podcast where I just talk, and I just. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> uh. Anyways, if you enjoy listening, then I thank you, and I will be making more. Um. And yeah, I would I would love it if listeners of this podcast made their own podcast. That'd be really cool. I would listen to it. You'd have at least one listener. I I'm like I promise you I would listen to it for sure. I love listening to people talk. I I do. It's it's great. Like I I I absolutely love it. There's some really great just like people talking about stuff. Sometimes like the interview stuff, I'm just like yeah, I don't really like the interview stuff. But like. Well, I mean, interviews are cool if it's, like, friends. But I don't really like interviews of, like, authors and stuff. It's just, like, you're just, like, I don't know. I definitely like when people just, like, chill and talk. Chill and talk. That's what I said. Alright, I am almost home. I took a little extra longer so I could tell those long stories. And soon, I think I'm going to start riding my bike to work, so... I may not be doing this in the car anymore. Did I already say that on a podcast? Probably. Probably did say it. Yep. So now as I approach my house, I'm driving slower. (laughs) That house has Christmas lights sparkling on it. And now I'm slowly pulling into my house and I've got to like make an extra wide turn because our street's kind of narrow so I don't go over our grass and I did just hit the curb it's really embarrassing because my neighbor was putting stuff in the trunk of their car and then they looked at me and then I felt self-conscious so I was paying attention to them instead of paying attention to how I was going to turn into my driveway even though I just said that I should pay attention so I don't go over the curb. And I did go over the curb. I did. Go, drove, drove over the curb. And now I'm home. Now I'm home. So, anyways, thanks for listening. And uh, I'll catch up with you again.